Hi, Hi. I'm Rebecca. Laura, welcome, welcome to, to, to Toontown. Town, the podcast where we talk about music because we love it and we love each other. Wow, wow! Just when you thought we were gone, we've come right we've on back. Come back, I know, bitch. You thought you saw the last of us. You thought, and here I want to make it very clear: Rebecca and I are always trying to find time to record yeah. this damn podcast. So, to the ten people of you who are listening, we know that you're <laughs> there, and we respect you. Also, yes. we were going to do a whole episode like two weeks ago. We had it all prepped, and we had to change it because of pop culture. So, yeah, you guys, I just was like overwhelmed with the Megan Nikki discourse. And usually I'm like all up to like get into the like dirt of what's happening. But I just like was so, oh, it was just like so off putting and like stressful. And I just like didn't want to get into it. So we skipped the episode. We were going to do Nicki Minaj's um, album. Friday too. Think Friday too. Yeah, I um, we literally had it all prepped. We were going to do it. And then Rebecca made the call and I totally agree. I was also not, I was working the day that the most of that news had come out. So I didn't know really what you were talking about. And then I, when I had a second, I looked and I was like, yeah, we should not be promoting. Yeah. And like, honestly, full disclosure, like I, I'm not taking sides or anything, but like, I I did see a lot of stuff from Nikki that I just didn't appreciate. And I just didn't want to get like, I didn't want to try to talk about her album and then get into like how I'm feeling about her right now. Like all in the same breath just felt like way too much. Yeah. There's just a lot of negativity with the situation. It's also kind of a dark situation. It's not really Toontown at the end of the day. I know. But we were just talking about pop culture right before we started we the pod. Yeah. And we were talking about our pod gods um, or goddesses. Um, this your podcast. Yep. Lost uh, our Lost Colch, um icons and like Tina Fey's episode. And I thought it was so funny about how did you see when she called out Io Adebri for yes. her comments about JLo? Because it's awkward. Yes. And, and then Io literally just hosted SNL with JLo. Yeah. So then it's yes. like, and then Io tries to be like, oh, it's, you know, those were comments I made a while ago. And right. And also like, you know, I'm careful. also a comedian. So like, you know, but still, I don't know. It's just funny. But um, Laura is planning on this episode to bring back a tradition yes. that has been long lost to <laughs> the Toontown pod. And that is- or- Question, question of the, of the week. week question of the week question of the week the um, question of the week this week which is really fun yeah your face lit I don't up know what it I is said. so no. i've had no prep time and you have so yeah, I keep have. that in mind everybody um but that's usually how question of the week goes that's true for the most part but yeah. yeah this is um i'm gonna date the episode a little bit it is the day of the super bowl oh my god yeah taylor swift's gonna win the super bowl taylor swift is gonna win proud of yeah. you um I don't know what Super Bowl it, yeah I don't know what Super Bowl it is I don't really know the team <laughs> is playing but I do know that there is a halftime performance tonight oh, it will be right. ushers um on the date of this episode so I wanted to know Rebecca what is your favorite Super Bowl halftime show Ooh, okay so the one that comes top of mind is quite obviously Lady Gaga right of course for a multitude of reasons, for a multitude of reasons, I think 
first of all, like I must mention the bias that I have being a long time, long time little monster, like right. deep in my heart and soul. So like, you know, it's just hard to take that and put that somewhere else when looking at of course um so there's that but there's also the fact that like it was a sleigh halftime show just Slay. in general yep. if I even like wasn't so much a Gaga fan I would be like that was a good halftime show she had her like football um yes she caught a football thing on she was dancing for her life she caught the football in the air she okay and like I haven't even mentioned the fact that she jumped Yes. off of the roof of the stadium right like, and who cares if it was shot a couple days prior she still I literally don't care she did that right um yeah so I, I would say that's probably my favorite but there have been other performances that I've really appreciated some highlights like I actually really like Shakira and JLo's thought that was that's, really good yep um I also yep. like the hip-hop one from what what was that just last year I think it was two years ago. Two years ago, it was like 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg. AJ. I, yeah, like a bunch of other rappers. I'm so sorry that I'm forgetting all their names right now, but I like that too. Um, yeah, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. What about you? I obviously, similar to your Gaga situation, Beyonce's stands out. Um, I have that entire um, track memorized. I actually used to have it on my <laughs> iTunes. I used to listen to the entire performance. I could do the whole thing. Oh, good. Um, the whole 15-minute spectacle. Um, I'll never forget that night watching it. I had a math test, and I Ooh. had to study for and I put the textbook down, and I made sure that I was ready to take in the greatest halftime performance of all time. She literally was so great that she – shut down the power at the stadium so that did she yes the power blew out after the performance i did not That's know what she that. does um i also will follow it up with the shakira jayla performance i watched that it one was so good so many times and then it really made me a j-lo fan like i went onto her youtube channel i watched all of her blogs yeah. it was a whole moment for me i really i started listening to all of her music how are you um, feeling in this age of like JLo hating? I think there is some pause for concern with her because I do know that she has mixed in her voice with Ashante and yeah. some other people who have not been credited and mm -hmm. she's taken their voice and made it like this weird hybrid version of like hers and theirs. And then there's also like moments where like I saw on TikTok, like, she had like an SNL SNL performance a couple of years ago and they accidentally posted the on auto-tuned version of it. Was it really bad? It was it was just really flat. It wasn't, yeah. I won't, I won't say like the voice cracked or anything like that, but it was clearly not supported. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it just was flat. So <laughs> right. then they JLo's team took it down, put up the auto-tuned version of it. So then okay. I go, there's things like that where I go, okay, okay, okay. I think she is an amazing businesswoman. I think she can really do it all. She can sing. I thought she slayed on SNL last week. Yeah. Um, she looked beautiful. Um, she's a performer. She's I a would dancer. Yes, yeah, she's a yeah. performer. And I think she's a wonderful actor. Like Monster in Law is one of my favorite movies. And she and Jane Fonda, like. Oh my God. Made in Manhattan. Hustlers. Yeah, Made in Manhattan. You're so right. And um, yeah, what was the movie about the um, pole dancers? Hustlers. 
Hustlers, right. She yeah. was really good in that. Really good. I think, like, genuinely, I think she's super talented. I think she seems like a nice person. Um, and she's just been in the biz for a sec. But I don't like some of the hidden workings that have, like, come out about, like, how she gets her music. Like, the voices she uses to make her music. Agreed. But I Agreed. like her mu- I like her music. That performance, I feel like, was her voice. The mic was on. Yeah. I really, because you can hear her breathing and stuff. And I thought she sounded great. She was also, she took, um, she has a whole documentary on that performance, which is awesome. You should totally watch it. It's okay, on- I will. Um, about how much work she put into, as anybody who has the Super Bowl halftime, the workload is huge. Oh my gosh. But she oh, took yeah. it really seriously. Um, and I thought Shakira was great in it too. It oh my God, Shakira's kind amazing. Of prob- Shakira's one of the best of all time. Right. And oh also God. kind of a problematic individual as well. Nobody's perfect. True. Didn't she like tax evader or something yes. like that? Yeah. Didn't taxes or <laughs> You know what? Nobody's whatever. perfect. Nobody's perfect. Oh my gosh. Also, before we move on, I just have to quickly say, um, J-Lo as Selena Quintanilla in the movie. Oh my God, of course. What oh my God, that was, that was iconic. She was an incredible Selena. And by the way, the woman who murdered Selena is getting released soon. Oh my God. And she is trying to make this like documentary about like, oh, people don't know the full story. And I'm like, bitch, I will beat you outside of your j- of the jail when they release you for when murder. You, when you watched that miniseries on Netflix, I remember you changed. That was such you a good You were miniseries. so... And then I watched the JLo movie after and completely fell in love with her as Selena. Yes. Yeah. No. And yeah, exactly. So JLo can really do it all. I think people are unnecessarily harsh. I'd like to see them do that performance or do the Super Bowl and pull that off and pole dance and then come back down and then do the. People are fucking harsh. People are harsh on JLo. People are so harsh on Taylor Swift right now. I mean, not saying that like. That the short grand- flight, sure, a 28-mile flight is embarrassing. But, like, ju- you know, we can hold her accountable to things we can hold her accountable for. But then there's also things that I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Well, the Grammys of it all, too. I mean, like, just calm down, everyone. Oh, my God, she's releasing a new album. And, like, everyone else is upset that she's releasing it. Okay, whatever. Just, like, shut. Oh, she forgot to hug Celine Dion. I guess, sure, that's a problem. I don't know. Just, like, ugh, it's so boring. Yeah, I it's didn't so even see that as, like. Boring. Oh, she brought Lana up on stage with her. Lana didn't want to yeah, be. Yeah, like, her. do you think she's intentionally trying to, like, be, like, okay, she's just doing things. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not there's even a lot Taylor of conspiracy. Fan. I know but even, neither of us are. I'm we're not even Swifties, and I'm coming to her defense right now. Like, come on, guys. And yes, the new album will be a Toontown episode. No of course. question. And no like question. I do I didn't think even it's funny. Her. And I do think it's funny that it's called the Tortured Poets, which is whatever. Joe Alwyn's. Well, yeah, and it's just funny message. that she's like, oh, it's the por- tortured poets department when she's like a billionaire. And it's just like funny that like no tortured poet is a billionaire. I, I do get that that's funny, but like I just wish people would it, like just keep your mean comments to yourself. Like we can all think are the things we want to say, but like people right. are just like spewing their bleh, hatred all over the place. And I hate it. 
Well, it's almost like she's clearly <laughs> somebody who brings a lot of joy to people and she yeah, makes just like people really happy. Down everyone. And I think the whole NFL of it all, the constant cutaways, like that whole area now, people don't like her there. Yeah. And like and she I feel was like she on, can't win. I saw some, I, I think I saw a TikTok that was like she was on the, um, featured on the game for like 44 seconds total. Right. It's like, okay. And that's just her impact. But anyway, right. anyway. shall we move on to what yes. why we came here today? Why we came here today, why we've gathered here today. So speaking of like documentaries about like people doing yeah. halftime shows, Lady yep. Gaga's documentary, Five Foot Two, which yep. we talked a lot about before. what we're talking about today. Yep. Um, you know, that that's a really good documentary we're probably gonna be mentioning. Absolutely. Throughout this pod. But um, shall we tell the folks exactly what we're doing today? Yeah, but I think before we do that, I think there's only one thing we have to do. What is it, Rebecca? Q. Q. That's that. Stinger. There we go. There we go. You know what we should do? What? We should do, when I come to visit Chicago in March, since I'm going to be yeah. there for a whole week, we should do yeah. an in-person recording. Oh my God. I would, nothing would make me happier. Yeah. Nothing would Just, make me happier than, you know, being able to do that stinger together in person oh. and sound like, sounds like the perfect <laughs> idea. trash. It would bring me so much joy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, Laura, what album are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about one of my favorite albums lady gaga's joanne Woo! i'm so excited me too it's her fifth studio album it was released on october 21st 2016 um gaga mark ronson of barbie fame right now blood pop I yes my friend. Um, also mark ronson's son-in-law of meryl streep just recently recently learned that really yeah i didn't know that yeah he's married to meryl streep's daughter I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Blood pop of um remember when she was at the Oscars and she was like, I wrote this with my friend Blood Pop. Blood and then pop. she did hold my hand. And it was like <laughs> yeah. a really dramatic moment. Um, yeah. we never forget. Joanne <laughs> is a stripped down dance pop, soft rock, Americana. It has country elements with a really a big focus on Gaga's vocals. I will say that's a, that's a big it's thing. Such a good Gaga vocal album. Oh, oh my God. It really shows God. off. Yeah. Woo. Her gift there. Um, it, it dives into the themes of her family, her life's emotions, the death of, of her aunt, Joanne Stefani Germanta deeply influenced the record. She was also acting on American horror story during the creative process of this. So I think that that's interesting. And that's Very. touched on to the documentary as well, um, which was a whole other, like, that was her first, like, big deep into the acting of it all. Like, she's obviously acted before, but that was, like, one of her big, like, starring yeah. moments. Um, it was the fourth consecutive album to debut at the top of the Billboard 200 in, like, it was, like, the top 10 in over 25 countries. The uh, singles were Perfect Illusion, Million uh, Reasons, and then the title track. Um, the perfect illusion was released on September 9th, 2016. God, it feels like yesterday. I remember I was at school. I remember exactly where I was when that happened. I remember it too. I was in an Uber in Streeterville and I was like, and I was like, oh my God, Lady Gaga has a new song out. And I pulled out 
pulled out my phone and I put that on and it was, it was I remember being like, yes, I love this. Yes. Oh, it's great. Um, it was nominated for best pop vocal album at the 60th Grammys. Um, and then Million Reasons and Joanne were best pop solo. Um, and marked kind of a softening of Gaga's image. It was totally a new look for her. Um, oh, yeah. Well, kind of, the album before this was our pop. Um, our pop. Yeah. Very yeah. different. Which was totally different. Something I think that maybe, we a, were- maybe Cheek to Cheek or something was in there. But like the last like Gaga right. album was art pop. Yeah, for sure. No, 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 you're totally right. Of course, this is the iconic image of her wearing the pink cowgirl hat. I love it. I love this to Gaga love. look. Oh, same. Um, she promoted the album with a dive bar tour, which I think is really cool. God, I wish we had known about that. We oh could have tried Laura, I don't that. even know if I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to handle her to be myself. that close to us. It no been way. So and insane. like in those looks too, you, you know, remember how she used to wear like the really, really short shorts that were basically yes. like underwear, but like denim yep. and then yep. like nipple pasties with like yep. a barely there white t-shirt on. Kind of like a tank top kind of situation like, too sometimes. With like her under boobs like showing. Yes. Like, oh honestly, God. insane looks with, like, black studded boots and, like, the aviator sunglasses with, like, the blonde ponytail. Oh, my God. I that was her Grammys look one year. She did, like, that specifically. I can't even talk about it. That, it's too oh, much. The little gay heart's just thumping away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she had the Joanne World Tour, which was right at Wrigley, just down the street, um, a couple years ago. And I remember really wanting to go to that. And I, you know what happened? I'm going to just a quick side story. So it was like mm-hmm. the first day of school. It was auditions at school and mm-hmm. Jasmine Lacey Young, one of our great, great friends Jasmine. said, Hey, I got this free ticket to, uh, the Gaga's Joanne tour and I can't go. It's yours. I freak out. I go, Oh my God, I'm going to see Gaga. I was like going to go by myself. Cause it was only one ticket, but I didn't even care. I get, I go up to, um, Wrigley Field, the ticket box. I go, hi, I am not Jasmine. And I'm not, because Jasmine had won it, had been given it by somebody. So it wasn't even under Jasmine's name. It was under somebody else's name. And I was like, I'm neither of these people, but they said I could have this ticket. I don't know why I thought that that was going to work. And then I, they said, no, that's not going to work. So then I was like, Jasmine, who did you get this ticket from? Turns out it was a guy who had rejected me in the past i haven't texted him barely at all so i had to text him and be like hi good laura here um (laughs) did your mom win a ticket to gaga through a radio contest this is that's what i was told can you somehow put it in my name can i get this ticket we go back and forth back oh laura blah blah so nice to hear from you (laughs) back and forth back and forth (laughs) and basically he was like oh we can't figure it out so then Damn I walk away and I was so close and everyone had their pink cowboy hats on Oh, and I wasn't able to see it. But then I remember that... I was walking by a theater that was doing the production of hair. And I said, oh. I'll go see this. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out of hair and I could hear her from down the street. So that oh was my God, Laura. Isn't that funny? That is oh, so funny and sad. So sad. Just like, Damn. Me. um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was a great tour. Uh, <laughs> and then that was the same year she did the halftime show. So that works out perfectly. Wow. I know I- it all happened around the same time. You know, it- what also happened that year? Coachella. I went to, well, yes, but I, I went to Joanne Trattoria 
in New York, the rest, her family's restaurant. Oh my God. I went there with all my college besties. Um, Really? Evan, Maddie, Tess, Nick, and Connor Giles. And we all went to Joanne because we were in New York for spring break and we met her father. Oh my God. He was there. And like, was he nice? Oh, he was so nice. So we like ate, we were there when it was not crowded. We went for like a really early dinner, like almost a late lunch. I think we were seeing a show or something. So we went, um, oh, we were seeing like Natasha Pierre or something at night. So we went for like a very early dinner and the restaurant was basically empty. We had a wonderful meal. It was delicious. Service was great. I definitely recommend Joanne. Anyone wants Italian food in New York. But as we were leaving, like obviously we were like three very flamboyantly gay men and their like girlfriends is basically who we were right. like in our young twenties. So he, I literally see him see us walk down the hallway toward us and basically be like, Hey kids, like you, you, are you all like Lady Gaga fans? And of course we were all like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, Oh my God. And I go over to Nick. I'm like, that is her dad. That's Lady Gaga's dad. And he walks back to his office. He's like, hold on one second. Comes back down the hall with all these shirts and is like, here's oh some free born this way foundation shirts and gave us all these born this way like long sleeve black shirts and it was like oh have a great God, day I don't I I think you've told me the restaurant story I didn't know that he gave yeah. you all those free that yeah merch. he gave us I still have mine and we still all have our shirts they say be kind Oh yeah, absolutely. Never get rid of that shirt. That's such oh, a never, great ever. story. But isn't that crazy? I was like, oh my so god, it's crazy. really Joe Germanata. That is god, that's so cool. I'm so happy he was nice author. too. Yeah, and then he was like all over the documentary, obviously, and I was like, sure. I met that guy. <laughs> I met that guy. He was really nice to me. Yeah, so but... cool, awesome, great, better story than mine. Jesus, oh my god. You know what? That's okay. We both not had that stories. it's a competition, but that was a really good. Story. <laughs> um okay awesome okay should we hold on I just have one more thing to say or like three more things to say that was same year as Coachella also because she took over for Beyonce remember Beyonce was gonna do it then she got pregnant pregnant and then Gaga took over and then she had her documentary film so it was a big year big Uh, year for Gaga it got generally uh favorable reviews um trying to find a good one for all of its brava exuberance and pop slickness it is old-fashioned in it to its core was the daily telegraph Mm. um it was a high wire act um earthbound a record made by an artist determined to execute only the stunts she knows how to pull off even when she brings in a number of collaborators um Michael Wood of the Los Angeles Times felt that the most of the songs in the album lack strong stories. That Ooh. I don't agree with. Yeah, um, I don't know if I agree with that either. And mere stylistic exercises. Huh. Um, Rich. Yeah, I don't know about that. Nawak, who reviewed Joanne for Spin, did not find the musical evolution that Gaga presented on the album authentic. Rating the album two out of five stars, journalist Greg Coat wrote in the Chicago Tribune that Gaga sounds like she's just trying too hard with Joanne. He also wow, criticized okay. the social, social commentary filled lyrics on songs like Come to Mama and Angel Down. And John Caramonica of the New York Times noted the album's elemental sound did not come as a surprise and felt that it was not daring or radical. It's logical, a rejoinder to her past and also the candy strip pop that surrounds her. Okay, we got opinions and that's okay. That's okay. I love to bring in yeah. the the hard takes from the critics because I always think- Absolutely. Although some- I don't know. I mean, like the political commentary is not overwhelming and like 
Angel Down is about like Trayvon Martin. Like, calm down. What are you talking about? Well, and it's also like it can also Angel Down is well, I mean, we'll get to it, but it's such yeah. a broad, it's such a it could be about any world issue. It doesn't have right. to be, although she wrote it about a specific thing, it's broad enough yeah. that it doesn't have to be politicized. Anyway, okay. I feel like of the critiques, that like part was like unnecessary from that person. I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. Okay, do we want to go into the first track? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Starting off strong with Diamond Heart. Come on, baby. Do you have a girlfriend? girlfriend? I love this song. I say that to every man I see. Oh, good. <laughs> I say it to every single one. Yeah, uh, I like that. It kind of like sounds like a heartbeat. Oh, really? I think it kind of does. Like, like, it's got that like heartbeat, like drive kind of drum beat going on. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Well, first thing, this is one of I've said it before. One of my favorite Gaga albums. I adore this song. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually one of the first Gaga albums that, like, it came out. I made an effort to be like, day one, I will memorize this. I will listen to it all the way through. And I listened. Uh, I just was like, I want to really know this album. I want yeah. to know her music more because obviously it was a fan, but like, I really wanted to listen to it. Oh, this was like your induction into being like a true little monster. True little monster. As oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's always, it just has a special place. And I know all the songs. I love an album that you can just play any song and you, you know it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. I love the, uh, do you have any sound cues? Cause I have a couple. Um, yeah, I actually pulled out one, which was two minutes and 30 seconds. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I bet it's something good. Okay. <laughs> I bet it is too. And on that note, let me bring it up. <laughs> Wait, let it play, let it play. I mean, just, it's too You good. notice how she says rain on me too? Yeah. Referencing Chromatica. Rain on me, dude, rain on me. Oh, wow, I love that. <laughs> rain on me, dude, rain on me. Rain on me. I love the bridge. This is an album of really 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 solid bridges we love a gaga bridge we talked about that during the fame yep um did we ever our for one of our first up epi- literally our first episode yeah the first Setting one part strong. one um first one part one lady gaga told zane Lowe on beats one radio that diamond heart is about chasing the american dream and doing whatever it takes to achieve it it references gaga's professional experience as a go-go dancer one of the jobs she had before she was famous the title diamond heart is a reference to her engagement ring from former fiance taylor kinney who proposed to her on valentine's day with a diamond ring that is shaped like a heart Oh, it's man. completely autobiographical. When I moved to downtown at 17, I became a go-go dance, same thing. I remember looking at a man, looking at the men and thinking to myself, laid on me. I know that you think you know what I am, but the truth is I may not be perfect. Yeah, dad. <laughs> it may not be flawless. Dad, world, but I have a diamond heart. <laughs> She's I, so funny. I have a good and strong spirit within me. Life is a dogfight for a lot of people. When you find that pit bull within yourself, that's Joanne. Oh my God. She is such an icon. 
that's your end, baby. <laughs> but like, honestly, fuck Taylor Kinney for proposing on Valentine's Day because like, yeah, maybe he didn't know that their relationship was not going to last forever. But also, I don't know. That's just like a day that is going to be forever. Forever. Yeah. Ruined. I don't want to say tainted because I don't know how Lady Gaga feels about it. But like, I do remember from the documentary that she was pretty sad and heartbroken over the whole thing. And yeah. I just feel like that's shitty. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, and also Chicago reference again, they were in Chicago around because he was yeah. on Chicago Fire. So, yeah, she, I remember like she lived in some penthouse downtown yes, right by our Orange Theory. Oh, really? She lived over there? Yep, she did. And um, one of our old instructors, he used to do personal training out of that building and her Who? security guards, Mike, Mike B. <gasps> Mike yes. B.? Yes. And so he made friends with <laughs> her security guards. And whenever she was there, because Taylor Kinney lived in that apartment. Oh. So whenever she was there, the security guards would be there. And he said that they were really nice. <laughs> wow. Well, there she was. I love that. There but, she was. Yeah, Diamond great Heart. Song. Great way to start the album. Very Wild West. It has that Wild West quality that will follow yeah. throughout the album into another bop of a song. Yeah. Play the top. Here we go. It's so funky. What, what are so you doing? Funny. Blow it in your face. Blow it. Blow it in your face, Rebecca. I love the. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, it's a new it's kind fun. of gaga. Yeah, it's a new kind of up tempo for her, which yeah. is really fun. Yeah, this is like where you where you really hear like her pop still coming out. Like even in this album that is so like rock and kind of country westerny. Like there's still her classic Gaga pop moments. Yeah, I mm. always used to think she was saying we smoke in a bowl, but she's saying <laughs> we smoke in a mall. Right. But Sometimes I can't understand her diction on some of these songs. Yeah, I agree. But that's part of kind of the genre of it, I think. I think that's yeah. kind of the rustic quality of it. Totally. Um, did you also she does talk about like smoking marijuana in this album though? So like I wouldn't be surprised if she was right. saying I'm, I'm we're smoking a bowl. Like right. I mean, what hey, what if it works? Yeah. yeah. I love the random scream that comes into the background. <laughs> yeah. ah! Ah! That's <laughs> such a good impression of that. Ah! <laughs> I really like felt bird. it. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a bird in like the rainforest. Um, you There's just a wanted... lot of funny like sounds added into this album. Yeah, songs, yeah. sounds that you wouldn't think. Sorry, would uh fit uh like you would be like, oh, I don't know why a scream would work, but yet it does, and it was also it something that I didn't really even notice until I was really listening to it closely, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I love, you just want to dance when you hear this song. It has such a groovy beat to it. You just want to, it's great. It's a great second song, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it would have also been a good first song. But I think the first song sets up kind of the vibe that she wants yeah. to go for. I think this is like too obvious of a first song. Yeah, you know? I would agree. Like and starting I, it with here we go. I'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would yeah, have loved totally. it, but still, you know. Totally. And I love the way it kind of just ends too. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So. Right. Like what's the opposite of a fade out alert? That is it. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. That's why I don't even, I don't even have a word for it because I don't even know what to say. Um, but I know that I like it. I also love the way she, so we talked about how addiction is kind of like, we don't, can't understand every word, but there's yeah. like, she really like bites certain words. She's like glitter on your face, That's throw true. it in your face. So yeah. it's interesting what word she decides to kind of bite. And then like mm. the others, she kind of gives away. Yeah, sometimes she really throws them away. Um, but yeah. I do like that there is that random emphasis. That's true. Yeah. And She's I think very theatrical. Uh, exactly. It's all theatrics and mm-hmm. it totally works. It was also the promotional single for this one. I think it was mm-hmm. after Perfect Illusion, mm-hmm. I think. But I can see why this was a single. Like this is totally that up-tempo vibe it's going to get people into the album and then they Mm -hmm. can really get into kind of the nitty-gritty of it it's just a feel-good song so i totally see why she chose this like i feel like before we've been like why did they choose this as like their single to promote the album but like this totally makes sense for me oh absolutely interesting that this leads into the song that it does though (laughs) oh which is one of my favorite do you have anything sorry before we go into that one do you have mm-hmm. anything else to say? Okay. No. All right. Yeah. The next song, Joanne, title song. Ugh, Joanne. One so of emotional. My favorite, favorite Gaga songs. Yeah. I think it would be um, I just need the right funeral to sing it at. And I'll oh be my good to God. go. <laughs> it can be mine, Laura. Okay. It can be mine. Write it down. Um, <laughs> Laura will sing Joanne at my funeral. No, I just I love this acoustic guitar um like pattern that is in the song it is so beautiful so beautiful she also has another version of it which is more piano version piano version yeah which is just slightly different it is so beautiful it's slower she goes up at the end Mm -hmm. um she goes up to like the other octave and it is beautiful both versions i could i wondering if she had them both kind of done or if she did one before the other, and she probably yeah. learned. She probably did it on piano first because that's usually that's kind of her main instrument. She, that's, yeah, that's usually what she does. I wouldn't be surprised if the piano version did come first. Yeah, um, and then she kind of leaned into the kind of the country western. Yeah, the at full, all. like yeah, yeah. Kind I of remember the this scene from the um, Five Foot Two documentary mm. where she played it for her grandmother. Yes, and it was so emotional, and it's just so interesting because like. Her grandmother loved it, but she was also like, you know, this was so long ago and, um, you know, life goes on. But I just think it's so interesting, like the impact that um, like Joanne has had on Gaga, just like as her aunt and her namesake and like someone who she never even knew. um, She's just like so inspirational to her. Um, It's like special. I love it. Yeah, I mean, Gaga, she said the track is the true heart and soul of the record. Obviously, we just talked about who it's in reference to. Um, Joanne, the original Joanne passed away on December 18th, 1974. Yeah. From lupus at 19. So a long time ago, I didn't realize she was that young. I know. Um, Her aunt was a painter, a poet. And Gaga feels a need to continue her legacy through her music to, in her own words, finish Joanne's business by making it as an artist. Gaga has frequently cited Joanne as an inspiration. 
I never met her, but she's one of the most important figures in my life and including a poem written by Joanne in her booklet for her 2008 breakout album, The Fame. Wow, I didn't know that she had a poem. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't have the CD version of The Fame, so I guess I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. I only yeah. ever had it on like iTunes. Um, Gaga also revealed that Joanne is about herself as a reference to her middle name. So she said, there are two sides of me. There's a side of me that's a true rebel. And then another side of me that is my father's daughter. And so this album, it doesn't lean necessarily in a particular direction, which is why the album title is Joanne. And this is my middle name. And this is the middle on the center on me. That's interesting too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just goes to show too that. We always try to like, for me, I'm always like, what does this mean? <laughs> like, I'm always like, give me one answer. Like when we see like a show or a movie and I'll be like, what does this random, I don't know, whatever metaphor mean? And right. it's like, there is never one way to interpret something. Even when something is literally called Joanne about a woman, it's not just about the woman. It's about the woman who's also singing the song yeah, and what, where she's at. And it's also interesting, too, because it's giving to me, it's giving very Bob Dylan kind of Neil Young vibes to it. The whole album is. But, like, often people are, like, to, like, Dylan, like, oh, my God, like, in, like, a Rolling Stone or, like, when you said that, what did that mean? And he's always just, like, I don't know. Like, I just like the way it sounded. (laughs) And the people have done, like, essays and theses on these songs and – sometimes the artist doesn't even know what they're talking about. So I love that there is an answer to it, but there's also numerous answers. So people love to like try to define the meaning of everything. Like Taylor too, like those songs, like people are always the meaning is just like whatever you think about it. Like sometimes the purpose of is purpose of it isn't to like say, yes, this means this. It's to be like, you can hear this like, you know, song and however it makes you feel, that's what it means. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. If you've never heard it, look to your listener. Yeah. But it's a must listen to. Yeah. I feel like I can't even like play. I feel like I can't even give a time to play just because it's such an experience just to listen to it. And her voice is just, you know, it's her classic, like kind of like nasally forward, like, just natural it's sitting in a very natural place well and she also she has she doesn't have like an accent on this album obviously but she's like it's almost like she's like take my hand yeah she's like kind of even just like talking like she sounds like she's singing in kind of like i don't know her it sounds like a kind of a dylan yeah but it also sounds almost like she's like tipping the hat to (laughs) to Dylan or I don't know that's always what I've thought of when I've heard it but yeah I guess I hear that too because like you know Dylan wasn't known for like crazy vocal ability either it's just like a basic straightforward like yeah this is the song yeah yeah it's also not like huge a huge metaphor song either it even the lyrics are very much like you can see it perfectly in your head like what's happening too so that's a beautiful it's a it like you can see the situation which is cool yeah yeah okay anything else you want to say uh, no i love this song but no we can move on well and then what a transition 
<laughs> yeah, into one of the like sexiest most... songs of the album. Yeah, sexy. So we got John Wayne. Yes. Very oh, I got Western. Yeah, I just play it. I said it before. I'll say it again. The dialogue at the beginning of a song is one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite things. I love this. Is one of the best pre-song dialogues I think out there. And I can't really understand what she's saying at the beginning. Like I know it's bad for me. Blah blah blah. And then I just love how she just erupts into like this full scream. And I can't help but kind of even though I'm walking down the street, like I'll maybe scrunch my face a little bit. Like you yeah, can't help it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. This song is also just so hot. And the music video is so cool. And she did all her own stunts for that. She was riding a motorcycle doing crazy shit. She seems like somebody that would ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. For sure. She does like love her cars and like she yeah yeah for sure yeah and she also likes to do her stunts like famously in the Mary the Night video when she's like in the car upside down in the rain like she's very into it yeah absolutely there's another like lyric thing that I've never understood what she was saying until I looked it up so it's Ooh, this it? part hold on not this part okay this part. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never, I, I don't even know if it's words, but it sounds like there's <laughs> not either. even like, there's not even like an official thing, but from like the forums across the internet, yeah, what it sounds like it's, that's when he says go insane. That's when he thinks, oh, well, let's okay. hear it. That's when he thinks, okay. that's when he says go insane. That's when he thinks, oh, well. Okay. Let's try it again. <laughs> I guess it kind of sounds I like guess that, it but does. I also feel like it's nothing. It's just my vanity, I really she think it's scatty just like vocal know. distortion. Like it might even be a sample from something. I have no idea. He could be a sample. I didn't see it. I didn't get like a official sample. Like if it's from I like do song. love that part of that song. I though. love it too. Yeah. But it is, I always, that's why I love this podcast too. Cause it's like these lyrics that like, I've just been singing along to I have no idea I could. And I don't even realize that I'm doing gibberish. Like I think that I'm doing words. Yeah. That's okay. I do that all the time. Wait, you know what that sounds like? That part of that song sounds like the holes, the movie holes soundtrack. Yes, it does. Oh, it perfect. Does. Yep. Dig it on. on, on dig it's it. like that one song, like, uh, I I can't I can't actually produce the sound of it right now, but it's playing in my head. There's that one that you just sang, and then there's another one. And our next episode is actually going to be the whole cinematic. <laughs> Wait, Laura, when I tell you I would actually do that, I would do it too. I Wait would a minute, do it, too. it will be our lowest rated episode, but it will no, be. I don't think it would be. I think actually, really. Well, I actually think that that movie lives in a lot of people's hearts in a way that would make them listen. Okay. We'll put it okay, on. So we already I'll know do what we're doing for our next one because we've discussed it already. Right. But I think after that, we should do the whole soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can do the whole soundtrack. <laughs> okay. okay. Fine. I you honestly can't our... wait. Okay. That's well, so anyway, 
Or should we move on to, to the next one? Do you have anything else to uh, say? About I just it? wanted to say, uh, <laughs> I love that bridge. We heard a little bit of it at the end there. Oh, Take yeah. Me over, here I go. <laughs> me too. I love that bridge. And she said, John Wayne describes the singer's attraction to rugged cowboy types that are the opposite of the city boys she usually encounters in yeah. Manhattan. Manhattan. Um, so she did her obviously iconic performance in the 2016 Victoria's Secret fashion show. And then she did this with AO as well. So she, do you've Ooh. seen that? I'm sure. You, I'm, I'm sure, sure I have, but it's been a while. I have to rewatch that. She has these, she does these wings. She gets her own wings. Mm. Cause you know, the, back in the day, the Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret fashion show, you, they would have the wings of of and course. she like pulls a string on her corset or whatever. Ooh. And out pops these like black wings because it was all she was in all black for a lot of this. Hot. Yeah, you've absolutely seen it, but it's iconic. <laughs> and then she struts down the runway. So she oh does a whole moment and it's to Jean Wayne and then she does AO as well. So that was awesome. And then, of course, we have Incredible. the video as well. So we love John Wayne. And now yeah. going into the next sexy song on the album, Miss <laughs> Dancing, Dancing in, in Circles. Circles. Which she has admitted is about <laughs> masturbation. So I love how this album is like a tribute to her aunt and her family, but it's right. also <laughs> just a tribute to female pleasure. It's like, a tribute is... to women. It's a tribute to yes! like, you no, know, I'm our totally autonomy, true. our friendships, <clears throat> what inspires us. And then, you know, masturbating. It's a big part of life. It's a light dance track that flirts with reggae and ska. Is that uh, uh, Yeah. Scott, I'm right. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, the lyrics it. are about female menstruation. It's the first <laughs> collaboration between Gaga and Beck, and then Mark Ronson was one of the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, he described the process to Rolling Stone, saying the song morphed from an unplugged Beck song into like classic Gaga, like Alejandro and some of the stuff from Fame Monster. It's a really fun dance song. It's a great record. We started in Malibu. We were just hanging out in the afternoon, and I asked Beck if he wanted to go into the live room, which is where all the instruments are for recording, and we just went in, and I sat at the piano, and I believe he was playing a hummingbird guitar that Mark gave him, <laughs> and we just sat down and started to jam, and we wrote this song. It's a killer, killer record. Yes, and she, like, loves Beck, too. Didn't Mark Ronson say that Beck was, like, her one of yeah. her idols? And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I will say it's not my favorite song on the album. Agree. It's I usually I, skip it, I but... sometimes skip it. Like if I'm like if I'm listening and I'm just not like usually if I have to skip one song, I will skip this song. And it's not because I, you know, I'm all about the message, like live it up. But it's just not it's a little to me it sounds a little bit different than the rest of the album for me just a little bit yeah it's got that like kind of dark like um yeah like kind of like an Alejandro yeah yeah it is it's different and I don't know sometimes I find that I just don't like it's not so much even about what the song is about sometimes I'm just like I don't want to listen to how this song sounds totally that's what it is too yeah to my it's like the listening experience of it is not as pleasurable <laughs> if I haven't used that word um, yeah. to uh the ear than like the rest of the, the yeah. album for me. I love the song though. Like, it's, it's still great. And yeah. I feel like I've been leaning into it more. But even like right off the bat. 
like it just kind of has this hard vibe to it yeah. which is like there's nothing like if that's the vibe no big deal but it's not something you always want to pop in your ear i okay. do love the bridge on it though Yeah, I do love it. And then I love that part. Yeah, like I do, I do like that. the whole like Latin beat of it all, but yeah, it's just it's a little too like um yeah, like it's heavy and it can be a little harsh. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, it just kind of depends on the mood. It's not something – yeah, exactly. It's everything. There's also, like, a lot going on with the orchestration of it all. Yes. There's, like, a lot of noises happening. It almost kind of reminds me a little bit of X-Tina's dirty yeah. points where it's just, like, there's so much happening. And then I'm like, so much. I don't know if I could listen to this, like, on a constant – like, on my constant playlist. Like, it's mm -hmm. just not there. It works, um, like, with the album in an interesting way. Yeah. Like I, I, I get why it's in there and I love, yeah. and I, I love the collab with Beck. Very cool. And I love that Gaga loves this song. Right. Um, just, yeah. Not so much like a song I would pop on. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay, cool. Uh, moving on to uh, the single so this was of the album. Exactly. You took the words right out of my lead single yep. for a very good reason. I think yeah. very similar to AO. I think this, this song actually wraps up the um, album probably a little bit better like I can see why AO is just kind of more of a I don't want to smother it down but it's like a real more of a fun song this song yeah. is like classic Gaga where it's like it's a bop but there's it's a sad story yeah and she's saying something like she's talking about the whole like social media of it all like she has something to say and it like means something to her and you can tell yeah, yeah. um the song uh first seems like a straightforward song about a failed love affair and then lady gaga actually wrote it about the exactly what you said the pitfalls of living in the age of social media which i actually didn't know i thought it was in reference to taylor kinney so that was actually a i new know movie. that's originally what i thought when i first heard the song but yeah then i remember being like oh or just a relate or just like a failed relationship yeah um, no not so much she expresses expresses the disillusionment um, of the glossy, highly constructed versions of themselves that social media users project to their followers, as well as the way that uh, their larger-than-life persona prevents her from having authentic interaction with her fans. The anthem presents a vision for people to steer away from that behavior in order to reestablish genuine human connections. Um, it was her first pop single since the 2013-2014 art pop album. So this was a big deal. And I think that's why we remember it so well because it yeah. it was two years. Yeah, it was like the return it, of Gaga. And I think you're right. I think Cheek to Cheek had happened, but that wasn't that was a totally was different. different. And we love her and Tony. But oh my it God, was, absolutely. This and is, I this is what we were had been waiting for in a way. Right. Right. Yeah. Agree. Um, um but yeah, I fucking love this song. You know what? If I could be anywhere, I would be in that music video. God, and she's just in the desert. That. Yeah, and she has like all these lights around her in a circle. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And just she, amazing. And she has just like a ponytail. Like yeah. even instantly, like the image of it, while it's still grand, like 
in its own way, her actual look is very stripped down. Oh, for um, sure. It's like her makeup is even just a lot less. Like you can really see her yeah. face and um yeah. And there's then, nothing there's nothing like airbrushed about it. It's very raw and real and like dirty totally. and honest in the way that like authentic gaga is you know and very different from art pop where there was so many very. wigs and so many oh yeah makeup like, was so intense was camp you know yep. like full on and the outfits were so you know grand like this is just it could coming off that like if you're putting yourself back in that time it was like oh my god this is so different oh yeah it was such a uh, different thing totally. um i'm trying to think oh i wanted to play 140 because i love the Ooh. lead up to the um key change um for me that's just so good i love the build oh yeah I just love that. I love so a good. significant key change like that where it's like it everything clicks in. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm just showing – I'm just belting because I want to belt. Like it – everything syncs up and it makes such – it's so um, – <laughs> a little bit different from the last song. Like it's so pleasurable to listen to. It's such a <laughs> yeah. like euphoric like – I love this. I love song. like, and I love the little riffs she does. Like she does the perfect illusion. I'm like, oh yes, hello. And hello. Then it, it's not really a fade out, but it's like it's like it's like the dust has settled. It's like yeah. <sighs> you know where I hear this song a lot? I hear this song a lot in like uh, workout classes. Like I used to hear this a lot in or at Orange Theory. <sighs> I wish they would play it more at Barry's because yeah. It is really good. Like a good remix of it too would be really, really yeah, fun. Totally. It's really good to run to. Um, yeah. Mm. Abs- oh yeah. And I've done it like it's on like my running playlist, like when I oh, for outside. Sure. It's great. If you ever are mad and you need to just let some stuff out, <laughs> go play this reason. song for about an hour straight and you'll be good to go and run straight, in circles. Straight through. Yep. Okay. Um, um and then all right, we got a ballad. So I think it's so interesting how okay, so it's million reasons. It's a ballad. Yeah. Uh there is the flow of this album is like twangy, up tempo, big ballad, a huge up tempo, up tempo, kind of dark up tempo. Then it's like ballad again. So it's like you really it's like so many different emotions, which I think is really interesting. Like it, you never if you were listening to it for the first time, you didn't know any of it. You're like, oh, my God, what's going to come next? I know it is uh, a very eclectic grouping. Yeah. Um, but it works like, somehow. It like flows. Totally. And I get what she, why she did it. Yeah. Um. OK, so in Million Reasons, country pop track co-penned with nashville darling hillary Lindsay, yeah who also helped write jesus take the wheel yes and that's where gaga that's where gaga that's why gaga reached out to her because she loved that song and she was like remember that song was so popular back in carry five jesus take the wheel come on oh yeah it was the second single um, she premiered it on Facebook Live for Lady Gaga's Bud Light and Lady Gaga's Dive Bar Tour on October 5th, 2016. Um, 
we love that. Uh, Gaga spoke a bit about what inspired her and Hillary saying we were going back and forth going, why do these men, you know, all these men, my dad, my boyfriends, all the men in my life, they give me a million reasons, but I just need one good one to stick around. Um, million reasons is a country song mixed with funk and rock and roll. You would never imagine it would sound that way. The feeling underneath the record is almost, it's almost got like a little bit of a hip hop feeling, but at the same time, it's not a hip hop song. It's kind of like I had no boundaries making the music and neither do any of the other people who are, I was working with. It was kind of like what feels right, what hits the best, what what's going to get everybody in their stomach and their heart. And then she said, I wanted to work with Lindsay because of Jesus take the wheel, uh, wheel and girl crush too. Um, oh, I don't know. Who wrote that crush. song. I, I only know like I, I'm <laughs> my fairies playlist. I think I have like Harry Styles's cover of it. I've got a girl crush. I don't know. I don't know if that is it, but whatever. That's um, funny because I think girl crushes are just that you're a little gay. That's what I thought, but of course, classic <laughs> Harry just taking it to another level. Yeah, Harry, what are you doing here? What are you why doing singing that song? There? I know. Why would, why would Literally not. If that is the song I'm thinking of, why are you singing that song? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to sit together, play her some of the music, and write with another woman, and write with a woman that was sort of the center of the type of woman and men that I wanted to speak to within the music. So what was so wonderful was when we sat down and started working, it was like this instant connection that we had. We're two girls that are so different. She grew up somewhere so different from me. And you think that maybe we would never get along, that it would never work, but somehow we created these songs. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. Isn't that awesome? I'm so happy she's talked so much about this album. I love, I feel like she did a lot of promotion. She did a lot of promotion for this one. Like, and like, I think that's, was part of like the stripped down element too. Like she really wanted to just kind of be herself in a way, Mm -hmm. a persona for kind of stripped down self. Um, Yeah. She's letting it all out and she's putting it all out there. Well, then what I thought was interesting too, um, she had this quote cause she won, she was the billboard music of the year woman Mm -hmm. um, in 2015 and she had admitted that she had been very depressed and she wanted to quit music. So she said, at the end of 2014, my stylist asked, do you even want to be a pop star anymore? I looked at him and I go, you know, it could just, if I could just stop this train right now today, I would. I just can't. But I need to get off now because I'm going to die. Oh. Isn't that crazy? That so like, crazy. Wow, that was really all around the same, that what I know. Well, I mean, she was also, and you can see this in the documentary, Five Foot Two documentary, but she's also dealing with that like horrible chronic pain that she experiences from oh like she a hip injury. The tour. Yeah, when yeah. she was on the Born This Way ball tour, she like had this hip injury and she like broke her hip and now she like suffers long-term um, painful, you know, experiences just in her whole body because of it. And I think a lot of it, she was like trying to deal with it during this whole time. And like, I think that also led to her. I remember people were like, Oh yeah, Gaga's done for she's injured. Like she's, you know, or because also art pop didn't do as well. I think because art pop was ahead of its time and people weren't ready for it. That's exactly right. But it did not sell as well as expected or Mm -hmm. as projected it would be. And that was another thing like, oh, she's gone too far. Yeah. And then I also think what I got, you know what? I think I'm going to rewatch this documentary because I only really watched it one time, which is kind of crazy now that I think Oh, yeah, about. you should definitely rewatch. Maybe I'll rewatch it tonight. Anyway, yeah. I felt like some of the pain too was also like this chronic pain of 
all the trauma she's been through. Like I took it as that. Like oh, obviously she's true. had a really hard, she's had a lot of really devastating things happen to her. And I saw it as there was a lot of chronic pain and tension and things that were spazzing up. And of course that injury didn't help mm -hmm. matters, but I think she's just going through it. She's, you know, she takes things, her art very seriously. She's been through a lot. She takes every role, every era, like she takes on a whole new persona. Like even yeah. like, I, she we were all like really hard. <laughs> yeah. And even like we were all, you know, when she was filming Joker last year, like we were all of her fans were like, concerned because we were like know. you know how method she goes yes and it's That's also so i've heard that it's like the most violent script like ever and oh i God. just i'm excited and i can't wait terrified i can't wait to see it yeah. but like we you could just tell at the like the oscars last year like she was just off like oh, yeah she she looked like she had been through hell <laughs> like she was, was like harley quinn oh god Oh, I know. Yeah, I do worry about her. I worry about Mother Monster. Yeah, and that's why I'm so happy when she does, like, jazz and when she did have Tony and stuff like that because mm -hmm. it seemed like she was so – it was such a departure, and it's yeah. such fun music to sing, and it's so light to a certain degree, and, like – It's just joyous. <laughs> it's just joyous. Like, that's what that genre yeah. is, and obviously Tony was, like, such a mentor towards her and, like, a kind of a father, grandpa, right. whatever. So – Tony. And I can see why, like, even after filming Joker, she did that jazz residency again. Like, mm -hmm. I almost feel like she needed that release a little bit. She's like, and it was honest, you know, on, on, obviously, oh, I'm so tired, <laughs> honoring Tony. Um, so, like, like self-care. She's taking care of herself. Yeah, which I think is good. I think, I hope as she's gotten older, she's understood, like, she can't hopefully go too far. But I was, I always get nervous. Like Beyonce, I don't worry because I know Beyonce is okay, but Gaga, I do worry about sometimes. I know her little gogs. <sighs> I love her so much, but she's gonna be okay. She has lots of money and and oh, support. Yeah. But she's gonna yeah. be fine. She's gonna be fine. Anyway, do you have fine. anything else you want to say about? Um, no. Let's move on. Sinner's prayer. Sinner's prayer. This might be one of my favorite songs on the album, actually. I think I see always see this song as like a transition into the second half of the album. Yeah, I kind of do too. There's just something about the, can you just play the top? There's just something about the vibe of this song that I love. For sure. I love that riff. Came down the mountain. It's almost like she's talking about like came down the mountain, dragging that love affair. Like it's almost like the first half is all oh, this anger and passion. And then it's like, yeah, this is like, I've got, you know, all that happened. I gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It like, I don't know. This song makes me want to like stomp around in cowboy boots. Yes. You know, absolutely. Also her lower register is just so lush and beautiful so beautiful i have another one yeah. it's going to be that bridge again I yes here we go i, I love the harmonies me too I had 
I love this Yeah, with song. the octave, the octave jump too. It's just like so good. Her voice just, I think this is one of my favorite songs. I think her voice sounds so good on this Yeah, whole thing. I totally agree. I also didn't know about the Father John Misty of it all in this song. Yeah, Like, I I know am who. a little unaware of that. I, yeah, he was one of the songwriters on it. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I guess that makes sense. It's about, the song is about singing to a man, just telling him, look, I just don't want to break the heart of any other man but you, but I know that I'm a sinner. Yeah. Okay. That's what she said. But yeah, I didn't, I don't really know Father John Misty, but of course I know the name, but I don't know his music really well, There are but certain I didn't songs. even I think know. Father John Misty is a band. Oh, <laughs> well, it just shows, But I, I don't also, know what I I'm don't talking necessarily about. know if it's a guy or if it's a band, but I think it's a band. And the songs I know by Father John Misty, I like, but I don't know very many of them. Yeah, I just know the name. I remember I've heard people talk about. Well, I love this song, so I'm glad they collabed Yes, because it's yeah, inspiring. it's great. I It's love really the good. saloon quality of it. It's very kind Same. of that Western, that cow, exactly what you said, about the cow, cowgirl Yeah. boots. Yeah. Some Yeah, really it's good great. lyrics in here, like clever lyrics. She says, her love for him ain't cheap, but it breaks just like a knockoff piece from Fulton Street. Oh, yes, I love Just that line. clever. Good lyrics. Super good lyrics. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this. And like I said, it kind of a transition into the second half of Yeah, it. this And song I think is like very easy to listen to. super, if we're talking Yeah. about listening quality of it and just like enjoyability factor of it in your ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, it's like a little blatant. I have an example of that. So I made all my family playlists for Hanukkah because I'm broke and don't have any money. So that was my present. Oh, that's And cute. I made my brother David a playlist and I put an art pop song in there. I put Mary Jane Holland on there and he didn't Oh, I love like it. He was like, I like all the songs, but I don't like that Gaga song you put on. And I was like, damn it. I think I like went a little in too deep. Like I love Mary Jane Holland I and love I Mary appreciate Jane Holland. it, but he just like, isn't really there. You know, he, Yeah. my brother, David loves good music. We are very much like we talk about music together, but it just wasn't for him. So I was like, okay, I want to replace it with another Gaga song that I know he'll like. And I Right. picked sinner's prayer and he loved it. Cause Oh. I was like, And he, I didn't even text him and tell him that I switched it out. I just let him, like, Figure I was it like, out. I want to still notice. And he texted me and he was like, new Lady Gaga song is so much better. Like, I love it. Oh, okay. That's, I was like, yeah, okay. I totally see it. And Yeah. what a totally different shift in vibe. I know. I that was like, I why think it's did good. I even bother to put art pop on there? Like, that was just dumb. Well, Mary Jane Holland is a good <laughs> song. I don't it is a good song. like that. He just, you know, Yeah. it was No, a little I get too it. much. You gotta, you kind of got to eat. This is a great album to ease people in to Yes. Gaga. I think Yes. it, it's a really good, and then you go into the, maybe the boring this way, the chromatic or something like Right. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I've got his toe in now with, with uh sinner's prayer. I have to show him some other Joanne songs. So he really knows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next song. Come Ugh. to mama. Come to This mama. is in, this is in my audition book. It's my Oh, like, that's perfect. uh, That's perfect. it's like my pop up temple. Like if I was auditioning for like hair or something like that, Oh, that's yeah. what I was told to do. And I I love love it. the lyrics in the chorus. Like, come to mama, tell me you hurt you. Like, okay. Like, I just want to be in her arms. We're talking the same old shit. <laughs> All these years. I love that yep. song. Um, it's one of the longer songs of the album. I think it could afford to maybe lose a verse. There's like three I agree. verses. Um, Yeah. I think the first two are super solid. And I think the third one's maybe a little overkill, but like, it's still really good. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I also think her diction, her diction on this is a little. Yeah, you. I don't understand <laughs> for the message that's trying to get across because there's yeah. a lot of like visuals, like dude in a lab coat, lab coat and a man of God. Like I don't. Forever, I was like dude in a man coat and a lamb of God. I just like. I, I still don't... have no idea what she's saying. Yeah. Follow up prison and avoided. It's like she's scatting. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she is. Saying. You're right. Um, but I do love her big bell. I had actually had a couple times yeah. spots, but we don't have to play them all. Um, because I I do like this one. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I think, wait, just a side note, I think you might be holding the music a little close to the mic because I can hear it crackling sometimes. <laughs> just a side note. Just a side note. <laughs> okay, sorry, um, dear listener. Anyway, her voice sounds perfect on yes. that. Yeah, chef's kiss to that. Chef, just chef's kiss. Also, like, I love that classic, like, the horn section. It's very neat. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get to more about New York in um, just another day. But, like, you can really hear that, like, gaga, like, New York, Stephanie Germanata kind of yeah. sound coming out, which I love. Exactly. I'm Italian. Italian yeah. do it better. Come to yeah, mama. Like, yeah, come to mama. Let me cook you some spaghetti. spaghetti. Like, everything's going to be okay. Let's get you a cannoli. Come on. Right, exactly. <laughs> also, big time fade out alert on this. Huge, long, huge, long, huge, long <laughs> big data. It's like there. It's like you can see her and her band like walking down the street, like, yeah. like walking away, and they're fading out. Yeah, kind of has a Beatles vibe to it in some a little bit. Like early Beatles. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then leading into one of my other favorite songs in the album, Ugh. a deep cut. That whenever people bring it up, they're like, oh my God, I just heard this song. It's so good. Did you is know this about a it? deep cut? I guess it is. To some. It was yeah. never a single. You really have to listen to the album for it. It's called Hey Girl. It's hey a Girl. duet with her and Florence the Machine. Oh, uh, or so well, Florence Welch of Florence the well, Machine. Well, yeah, of Florence the Machine, of course. But um, um, really iconic voices coming together in this. Oh. Uh, it's the structure of Hey Girl is unique within Gaga's catalog and sees Welch and Gaga exchanging lines one after another. The duo hit it back at critics who feel the need to pit successful women against one another, promoting the idea that by supporting one another, women can fight against sexist stigma. Yeah. Yay. Sisterhood forever. I wrote that down. <laughs> women supporting women. But this is a really interesting song. It's like definitely a little complex. The harmonies in the bridge are wild. Yeah. If you want to play two minutes and 38 seconds. Oh my God. We had the same stamp. Perfect. I knew it. I love these harmonies. <laughs> Me too. I also, for a long time before researching it, felt like it was kind of like a like a love story too. I don't 
Oh, that's cute. Kind I thought of it was kind of like, it was kind of like a lesbian anthem or like a, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, right. I mean, at first may I see what you're saying, but it is kind of like a love story. Maybe it's a platonic love story, but I think it is. I mean, also yeah. it could just be like a love story of word. I got you. You got me. I yeah. love you forever, girl, whatever. Right. Or it could also, you know, be. Yeah. Gay. for sure love that because i love that your mind went there i really my mind did go to gay and uh, that <laughs> usually is, that's me of course i know i <laughs> but uh i love this song oh, yeah. it's such i love, I love the, the synth oh love i said all. the same thing the synth is so cool yeah boom and it also has a different feel than the rest of the album but i feel like it doesn't stick out to me as much as um, dancing in circles does yeah yeah it's you know what it's a lot of seven. these songs are like just pleasurable to the ear yeah this song is definitely that yes it's just smooth and, and chill that, yeah you really just can ride the wave of this song like even when their voices are like you know doing like even when Florence is doing her you know high belt like almost like keening sound like it's still just easy to let it wash over you totally and yeah Florence also is like the most soothing person to listen to oh, so like that yeah her office. energy in itself like yes it's so and gaga great. also i think said like florence well florence welch has one of the greatest voices of all time yeah. or something like that yeah which is sure. kind of true um That's also fun time. fact when i went to the born this way ball back in like 2010 yeah in new york city florence welch was at the same show as me oh <gasps> wow and liza minnelli i guess yes that is so <laughs> crazy and then she called out liza on stage yeah, she did. And she said the thing about, like, do you think I would fucking lip sync in front of Liza Minnelli? Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. But I love this song. Just classic, feel good. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Into uh, Angel Down. Down. This is a sad one. Sad. I would say probably the saddest one. It takes over Joanne probably. in that regard. It's just yeah. a power. You know what it is? It's more of a powerful, it's just an emotional song. Yeah. And it, it just, it's always timely because the world and the country just suck <laughs> a lot yeah. of the time. So yeah. like, where are our leaders? Like she just like, uh -huh. it kind of yells towards the end. Um, and you can feel the kind of the pain in her voice too. Yes. Um, it's very emotional and you can tell that it's very like, you know, this just came from within her. Um, right you know, soul and she's hurting and like specific. And I, and I love that there's this big quote and I'm sure you have it, but like that she's just talking about like the epidemic of like young black boys that are murdered and, yep. you know, black people that are murdered, men, women, everyone, trans people, you know, and she just, you know, is like, where do we find justice for these families? And, right. you know, it's just something she really cares about. And I, I really appreciate that's why I got kind of like off put by that person being like the political blah blah blah. I'm like, look, she's talking about these things that are like epidemics in our country of people right. being murdered. Like, okay, political or not, it's fucking sure, it's terrible. It's still a terrible thing. No one yeah. is gonna be like uh pro-murder. Sure. So and like maybe she's saying like where are our leaders, but like it's all leaders. She's not just trying to call out Republicans, it's everyone. It's right. Democrats, Republicans, all the leaders in our world, like not world. even politicians. We're letting this continue. Yeah. And, um she also what I thought was interesting, she talked openly about 
her connection to the her religion. So she said during the process of making Joanne, she showed her involvement with the Catholic Church on social media, posting the um, a picture with a priest from her family's church. And she was like, thank you, Father Duffel, for a beautiful homily and lunch at my pop's restaurant. Oh, my God. I just saw that. Rebecca, I was so moved when you said the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, but the food that God gives us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that that was an interesting part of it, too. Like, she kind of reconnected to Catholicism a little bit. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like, there's a lot There's a lot going into it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do think it's it's a beautiful song. I think gorgeous. Uh, there's also like a demo version of it too that's really haunt. It's also very haunting. Like it's a very yeah. like, um, yeah, it's just a powerful. You song. know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Beyonce's um, "Heaven Couldn't Wait for You." Yes, Heaven. You know, yes, it's like it's that part of the album. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, will you play at um two minutes and twenty five seconds, and then like let it play through the chorus? one of the highlights of the album I oh think. my god and technically this is the end of the album if you're not listening to the deluxe version of it true true this is it yeah which i think is a is a really actually i i think it's a good ending i think it is At first no. i thought oh maybe it's letting it fall off a cliff but i actually really i i appreciate because it can also be a hopeful because she's talking about i'm a believer it's a trial but yeah. i'm great, i'm it is what I am. Yeah. So it can, and I think like latching onto the emotion of her voice, I think leaves you with something to hang on to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And actually I didn't do the, I didn't do the deluxe. So I don't have notes on Grigio girls or just another day, but I know the song. I don't have any backup, (laughs) like our background on them, but I can talk about them. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. I definitely have background um, on them. Can you talk about Grigio girls? I got to go pee pee. Yeah. Okay. Laura yeah. PB. I'll talk about Grigio Girls. Okay. So Pino Grigio Girls, great fucking song. Oh, Pino, Pino Grigio Girls. Um, classic, but I low-key drank Pino Grigio for a really long time just because of this song. And I recently realized that I actually don't really like it that much. So I've stopped drinking Pinot Grigio, but this song is really good. And it's actually a little bit sad because the song was kind of inspired by Gaga's friend, Sonia, who had breast cancer and was actually fighting breast cancer during a lot of, um, you know, her writing these songs and trying to make this album. And Sonia ended up passing away. Um, and the song is just about like the girls rallying together to like remember Sonia and like love on her memory and drink Pinot Grigio together and just chat like girls do. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, she, there's a quote, she says, Grigio girls is about me and my girlfriends getting together to drink Pinot Grigio and cry without our friend Sonia because Sonia had cancer and we needed the time without her to cry about it. Um, because we didn't want to cry in front of her, um, because she was so strong and she kept us so strong. So yeah, it, it is kind of sad, but it's also like a really uplifting song just about being with your friends and being able to lean on each other and drink wine together and hang out yeah it's super i love this song and anytime um i drink pinot grigio i <laughs> sing a part of this song <laughs> oh yeah well i was telling them while you were peeing that i drank pinot gris for a really long time because of this and i actually oh. realized i don't really like it that much <laughs> so i stopped yeah it get, wine gives me a really quick headache especially if it's cheap wine yeah. right. um so i don't lean into it a lot but anytime i do <laughs> I, I know, but I do song. this song. I whenever I see Pinot Grigio, I think of Grigio girls. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a really good song. one. It's you know, sisterhood. definitely sisterhood. I love the lyric about like uh, dyeing someone's hair red so we can have the six spice girl. Like, yeah, it's, it's just spice sweet. girls in this bed. Yeah. And I know how much she loved her friend Sonia and how much she just like is so important to her and you know we as little monsters honor sonia's memory for many of reasons course, of course and yeah. that's hit really big in um five foot two as well that relationship yeah, definitely, so, definitely yeah it's beautiful i mean gaga was like by her side throughout you know they i mean they were like the best of friends and also sonia was like part of like ha the house like house whatever they, they call it um, and i love how she wraps in sonia's memory with joanne's too she's like sonia yeah. was joanne's friend but she's yeah. also joanne too it's so mm -hmm. interesting there's a lot of layers in it yeah. too which is yeah. like typical gaga but yeah it's great such like an important album about female connection like so so many different kinds of female connection like friends family everyone yeah. yep totally i love it um, okay, well, moving on to the last song of the uh, deluxe version. Yep. Just Another Day. Ah, such an upbeat, fun, I love this, love song. this song. It puts yeah. you in a good mood instantly. Uh -huh. Um, I love it. I love playing it while I'm walking down the street. Oh, yeah. my day because it well, it's a City is... Girl song. I mean, totally it's totally – the note I have on this is that um, – she says, Just Another Day is the most New York glam pop song on the album. She um, says it is inspired by like, you know, Bowie, maybe some of like the London metal stuff and also kind of by the Beatles. She right. says it's like, um, she she also says it, it, it's like kind of a staple of her and Mark Ronson's friendship. Like they oh, both totally. grew up in New York like kind of near each other and like they were in the same neighborhood and Gaga says that she just loves thinking about how if they somehow knew each other like they would have been like kicking it like around the city together and like oh, totally. she, it's so cute like she's calling out the band members like Mark has a guitar solo and like she calls him out and like Brian Newman obviously the famous yes the gentleman Brian, and gentlemen, Newman. Brian Newman <laughs> yes which actually you should play. So Brian Newman is the trumpet player. You should play his solo. It's at um, two minutes and five seconds. Yeah, 
that's honestly great. one of my top top songs of the album i have to say totally and also i mean angel down like we said is a great ender but like this is just such a bop a like positive like we're gonna get it's just another day on earth yep get um, through. yeah trucking get along. it through it trucking along um we all have our own problems we're getting through it yeah, yeah. i love this song and i also, love this like- album the teamwork that comes out of this song, like with her calling out all the different people and then everyone all having the a different solo. It's just like, we're all doing it together. We're all in it together, supporting each yeah. other. You can also see kind of the, because Mark Ronson did a lot with Amy Winehouse too. Like, mm-hmm. I also feel yeah. that in there too, kind of a Valerie totally. element. I don't know. Yeah. I t- yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I love this album. And um, there is technically another song, but it's just the demo version of Angel Down. So like I said, it's just kind of a more stripped back version of it. Yeah. Um, you know what I will say about Angel Down, though, is, you yeah. know, who I would love to cover that song is Brandy Carlisle. Oh, my God. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? Amazing. I think yeah. that's a really good song um, for people to cover because there's <laughs> I think it would fit a lot of people's voices really nicely. Yeah. Um just due to the range of it the the lyrics can mean i would like to hear kelly clarkson sing it oh my god um yeah i think anybody yeah i i yeah yeah i think it would be a great cover song wow i'm so glad that we covered joanne today one of my yeah same yeah do you want um do you want to tell the people what we're going to do for uh, the next episode sure yeah we're going to do the new j-lo album yeah, so speaking of JLo from the beginning of the episode three hours ago, uh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It only seems like three hours because we were chatting before the episode started. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's probably like no. an hour and a half, I'm guessing. No, there's not. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, we I want we haven't talked really in depth about JLo, um, like about her the specific music. And she is releasing a new album like this week and a movie too. So we're going to yes. watch both. We're going to watch and listen. Very interesting. I feel like I'll have some opinions, but like overall I love JLo. So it's all going to come from a really good place. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah. So as you can obviously tell, um, episodes are a little bit more sporadic. We're just fine. True. We're just making, working with our schedules. Yeah. Miss Rebecca is killing it in school, but she's super busy and I'm super busy here in Chicago. So yeah. we're just I would even say Laura's more busy than me <laughs> but you're making your we're following our dreams we're doing it we're, we're making it, it happen we're making it work and we're gonna, we're not gonna give up on toontown everyone but- goes see laura in every single show that is ever gonna happen whether it's a comedy show stand-up show or improv show or or if it's a cabaret whatever it is go see her i love you rebecca i love I'm so you happy too. i paid you to say that yeah, <laughs> i'll demo you after pays me in friendship yeah. yeah i love you so much sweetie i love you so i love everyone who listens to this podcast yes same thank you dear listener safe, we love you and we, love we will you. talk to you all soon rebecca i love you i'll talk to you soon okay yeah, i'll talk to you soon okay yeah. bye sweetie bye